Welcome to the Misfit Messengers podcast, hosted by Jenny Moffitt and Amanda Hoshite. Well, <clears throat> here we are yet again on another, to me, it's a fabulous day. Like the sun is finally shining here in Manitowoc. That's exciting. Is the sun shining where you are? It is. It's hot, but I'm excited because I have not had a refrigerator since April and been having using a electronic cooler and I, I just got a fridge this morning. Woohoo! Praise God. So I am very happy. <sighs> That's fair. Once again, have chilled drinks because I'm pampered in that way. Well, also just having a refrigerator to, I don't know, keep your food cold, like other food cold, right? It's That's not, nice. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a it's a nice luxury to have. Yeah. Yep. If we both sound sick, it's because we both are. In That's fact, true. Sick. So if, if we sound a little congested, if we start hacking, because both of us are. Whenever I have to turn on my AC, I get sick. Yeah. I think it's just the, I don't know. <laughs> Probably the, it's kicking up all the stuff that's been sitting yeah. in, your, in your system for a while. <laughs> Mine could be, um, apparently the pollen counts in Manitowoc are obscenely high. And that people who even aren't normally allergic to pollen are suddenly now having issues with the pollen. I mean, we walk outside and you can put your finger on the car and, and it's just full of. Oh, that's that's pollen. Yeah, it's it's highly pollinating. Pollinate, pollen, pollen filled. I don't know. Don't ask me to speak English. Pollinated, pollinated. Right? Pollinated, sure. Anyway, moving right along to other things. We we also did notice. So last week was was our our one year, like our 52nd episode. But but this week is kind of the falling on the same weekend as we started last year and so like this is our one year anniversary like of doing this podcast happy anniversary to you happy anniversary to you oh my gosh yes and we were thinking before we hit record man it's been a year a lot has happened in a year like a lot of stuff yeah Without we the same thought... people we were when this started. <laughs> You're funny. <clears throat> We've changed so dramatically. Um, no, but thinking specifically, you know, we've had a lot of guests on the program. We've talked about a lot of topics on the program. And I thought, you know, if I had much better editing skills, we could have like sound clips from like highlights of our, of our episodes. But sorry, friends, it's not going to happen because I do not have those skills. Or time. Well, she does, but we don't have that kind of access to time and right. to utilize them. Right. I, I do have some skills. I have learned, I will say in this year, I have learned quite a bit about one, how to actually even do a podcast and how to edit sound and how to convert files from one format to another format. And the fact that my computer which is now seven years old, still operates perfectly fine, which I'm pretty impressed by. So yeah, what do you think, Amanda? If you think back to the last year of, of the Misfit Messengers podcast, what what would you say 
do, do you have a best moment? Um, oh gosh, they're all so, I mean, it's, you know, part of it, you know, people know we, we grew this out of, um, just our, our basic conversations, but I, I think there's still been, a, a an overarching theme of God cares about misfits, you know? Yeah. Um, but, but not, not just like, you know, the, he loves you as you are trope, which is true, but that he, he, he loves us also for who we can be. And he's continually bringing us into that. You know, we started this out with, I think Hagar, right? Yeah. Yeah. And taking it from, you know, and uh, he, he cares about who we can be in his story. Right. You know, and I, and I think sometimes in, in the, in the language I hear about, you know, God loves everybody. He loves you just the way you are. That's the part I sometimes find is lacking is the is the calling and drawing of into something um deeper yeah and better than our our current situation you know it's like on chapter one of a hero adventure log you know and it's boring what are they doing like water in their garden or eating a sandwich or something you know like you know it's just like whatever yeah you always find them in the most mundane yeah situations but that's not where they stay yeah stayed there it wouldn't be much of an adventure story. Exactly. And all of us have an adventure story in Christ. We do. And God finds us where we are and he loves us where we are, but he doesn't keep us where we are. That'd be a pretty lame book to read. <laughs> it would. And the Bible is not a lame book to read. Definitely not. <laughs> um, um, and so, it's an so I think about, about, um, yeah, the misfits, and 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 uh, speaking of misfits, our our session mates <laughs> that we've uh, that we've had on, um, and that wasn't just because that's just people we know, although that's part of it because we knew they'd say yes, um, but also how is God working in their story for the overarching kingdom of God? And like, there's stuff going on that I had no idea about. Right. You know, even yeah. though I talked to some of those people on on regular basis, I had like no idea some of that stuff. But how how God is active and at work in his in his kingdom. And uh, it's just really exciting to be able to see a little bit more of the whole. We can I think sometimes we can get pigeonholed into our own thing that's going on. Yeah. And but to think like there's so much that God is doing. Right. Um and that this is even just Midwest that we looked at. You know, we haven't even looked other areas or international, whatever. I mean, it's just so big what yeah. God is doing. And, and so that's a long answer to a short question. But no, it's a, it's a beautiful answer. And I agree wholeheartedly that God is working in each of our stories and to have all of those different guests on from so many different places geographically, ultimately, yes, it's all the Midwestern United States, but to think God is working in each of their stories in unique ways, in ways mm-hmm. that fit with their situation and circumstances, in ways that fit with where they're at in their faith walk, and that he does, in fact, use misfits all yeah. the time. All the time he uses misfits. And he uses us even when we're sick and not feeling very good. But um, I thoroughly appreciate your your comment about the story and how you're right. God loves us where we're at, but he, do, he loves us so much. He doesn't want us to stay there. Uh-huh. And 
that's if we think about even just a year in our lives, a year in the time that we've been kind of working on this podcast. And also, obviously, we have other jobs to do, right? We're not just well, this sure. podcast is not the only thing that we do during the course of any given week. Uh, it's one of my highlights, certainly, but it's also not the entirety of what we do. And to see how God has brought each of us to where we are now from a year ago and and to think back in the subtle ways and the less subtle ways that God has kind of moved in our lives and worked through us and worked in us and how if we're intentional, that's the thing about kind of one of my words in the last couple of years has been intentionality. And mm-hmm. people, especially those in, in my close sphere here geographically in Manitowoc, hear me talk about being intentional all the time. Because so often we allow life to just zoom by and and the chaos and the busy and the hecticness, we just let life take us instead of taking a hold of life and being intentional. And I think if we if we take time in each day, in each week, whatever that looks like, and stop and ponder what is God doing in my life right now? What has God brought me from? What is God bringing me to? What is God bringing me through? Uh, working through your emotions and identifying what those are. In fact, I was just just today, this morning, had a conversation. And I'll I'll show you. We printed off the Ooh. feelings wheel. Oh, right? it's so pretty! Isn't that isn't that glorious? That's a Ooh, glorious. I'll one. be excited to have a color printer soon. Yeah, color printers are helpful. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but uh, one of the cool things about this wheel is I was just having this conversation with with somebody today in my office said, you know, why do I always do the things I've always done? Like, wh- why do I get angry about X, Y, or Z? And I'm like, well, because that's what your brain has been trained to do since you were a little kid, right? Our brains get get hardwired for certain things. And so this feelings wheel kind of talking about the the myriad of feelings that we can be experiencing in one single moment and being able to kind of de- dig down and how God right now, especially for me, is kind of teaching me how to how to dig into those feelings and uh-huh. learn from them, right? Not just stuff them down, but be able to learn and grow and feel in healthy ways. And then that makes me, by extension, because I'm learning how to be mature emotionally, uh-huh. be a better leader because I can lead from a place of emotional maturity instead of emotional immaturity. Right, because no matter where you where you stuff, it will come back. You know, I had a um. Yep. So, you know, I'm I'm in the throes of deep cleaning my house, and um, I've learned that one of my children, uh, has a terrible habit of stuffing their garbage into the sides of couches and chairs and beds. Oh, I'll let you guess so... which one that is. Hmm. <laughs> right <sorry>. no <laughs> it's it's okay we that's, were dealing that, with it but uh, i'm not the one cleaning it up right but <laughs> he is the one cleaning but it's um it's a thing though like you might think it's gone temporarily oh i know and this is literally how it happened i'm done with this chip bag i'm done with this popsicle wrapper i don't really want to deal with it anymore so i'm just going to get it as far or or out of my sight as fast as possible right right so i just stuff it out of you and now it's out of you right yeah well sure but it's not gone right 
and now it's old and sticky and gross and way 10 times worse now that it's been hidden in the dark waiting yep. for someone to uncover it which it always gets uncovered right right and i thought uh what a that's what we do to ourselves though in our sometimes we just stuff it down we push it out of the way think i don't have time for because you know that's what i said too when i got sick i don't have time to be sick i don't have time for this <laughs> like 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 my sinuses care <laughs> what right. my calendar looks like you know but that's what we do right we stuff it said not not right now not right now can't deal with it so it just goes and it just gets more putridy and stickity and gross and then it oozes out there's a right. word picture for you um right <laughs> And I then mean, we got to deal with it. And then you got to deal with it. That's the reality. Yeah. And uh, and so it's better. So my only main thought in that is one, don't stick things in your couch because they get gross. But two, don't stuff all your fe- feelings because they also get gross. And they will always, they're never gone for good. They always come back worse right. than when you stuffed them. Right. Well, and in, in the moment, how difficult would it have been to stand up, walk to the kitchen, and throw the wrapper away. Well, it depends on how comfortable we are. Correct. <laughs> how difficult in the moment is it to take that emotion, identify it, feel it, understand like where it's coming from, deal with it in whatever capacity you need to deal with it in, but usually in the moment is much better than after the fact. Now, there are, I think there are exceptions. In emergency situations, there are exceptions to that rule, right? You've got sure. to deal with, you know, something that's urgent right here, right now. That you, you're you like, look, I, I need to just deal with what's in front of me. I mean, first responders has, have this a lot, right? Or police and fire. Right. Um, because they can't this, feel those disassociate feelings. Disassociate from the moment. Right. In that moment. But afterwards, you need to debrief afterwards you need to to go through the situation and and work through that um but again god is infinite and infinitely working and can work through and help us work through all of those areas of our life whether it be emotions whether it be addictions whether it be just patterns of behavior that are just unhealthy for whatever whatever reason they are right god doesn't leave us as we said before where we where we started good stuff i think so too how about for you what's been your ha huh? you know a, a couple yeah. things one probably a couple more than a couple things cuz you know how my brain works but one is just to get to hang out with you at least once a week oh, well i mean obviously that's I mean, of course, the best thing ever. Super, super awesome. <laughs> uh, because it's one of those things that it's we have to be intentional. We have in order for us to have made this happen, we had to have been intentional. We had to say we're going to commit to doing this, and then we did it, and we followed it, through with it. And we're not feelings people. We're learning. Correct. How to because we both, um, uh, kind of you know, took charge in caring for families when we were kids and all that kind of stuff. So we learned to disassociate a lot and no one ever debriefed because we were children and no one cared. 
Right. <laughs> so, so we're learning this feelings thing. And so we have each other. Right. To be like. And what's great is because we are, we have similarities in our personalities, similarities and then definitely differences too, but similarities enough that we can call each other out. Cause I know that if I'm not dealing with it or <laughs> I can look at Amanda's story and her situation and be like, yeah, that's bogus. You're not dealing with that at all. Good, good try. Let's back up. <laughs> and and the the amount of times Amanda has literally called me out, not so much on the actual <laughs> podcast, but in real life, to say, uh huh, okay, and, 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 <laughs> or why, or fill in the blank, whatever question it is at the moment, um, just to not let me skate by on my BS um, when I definitely want to skate by on on you know blown smoke, but uh, so you I'm do the same for me too. Yeah. That's the great thing about, about that. But so that's number one, it's just the the chance to hang out with you in a way. And I think it's fun. It it seems like we get to have pe- little flies on the wall of our conversations and they get to, <laughs> to see little glimpses of our conversations, not the whole thing. Cause good le- heavens, we shouldn't put the whole thing out there, but there are some days I think we shouldn't put what we put out, put out there anyway, but <laughs> we do. So, but then secondly, secondly, I think is just the awesome guests that we've had on, whether it be session mates or, or just other friends of ours, uh, where we've been able to hear their stories of what's going well in their lives or struggles that they're having or what they're learning, what God's working on them uh, through what the best part of ministry is and how, again, like you said, God is working in his kingdom in so many diverse ways. And there are things that we didn't even know were going on. And suddenly you're like, oh my gosh, really that happened? You, you didn't mention anything about that, but okay, that's awesome. Uh, and being able to be kind of cheerleaders for for people who are in our lives who uh, have a special place. And so that's been super cool. Right. And sometimes ministry inadvertently, I think any, any career anywhere, you, you can get into a uh, comparison yeah. or, um, and, and it doesn't, people don't really mean to, but it's just, I think just humans are just naturally uh, competitive and naturally uh, judge, judge what's happening with them based on what's happening with other people. Yes. And, uh, and so you, you know, if all you ever get is the, the Facebook version or it's whatever. Yeah. The, well, in Salvation Army, the publications, right? Central Connection or something. If that's the only but you're getting. Uh, it can be easy to uh, to either judge good or bad yeah. somebody, what's happening over there, or um, compare or get discouraged if everything over there seems to be going really well. Um, and so just to get the, the – know that we are really not in a competition. Right. I mean, denominationally, even um, interdenominationally, the Christian church should not be a competition to one another. We're all serving the same kingdom. Amen. So all of these stories for his kingdom are, are our collective yeah. success. Definitely. So. And it's been great to be able to be, you know, kind of a cheerleader and hear the stories and, and again, not compare and not can, because I think too, we've, we've made it very clear on the podcast, like what our, who our enemy is and our right. enemy is not other people. Oh, good. Oh, um, so good. Yeah, remember who the enemy is. But and then thirdly, which uh, is kind of a silly one, but I love hearing what people are reading. 
And yeah. so I feel like I've added several books to my reading, my, my yeah, you're a nerd. To read list. Cause I'm a nerd. Yeah. I am a book nerd. <laughs> really love books. Um, and then fourthly, if I'm going to, I mean, since I've got so many and since my brain keeps turning up thoughts and ideas, I really enjoyed some of the studies that we've done. So whether we, you know, the starting on Hagar, which was kind of even by happenstance, it wasn't even purposeful, but then Jude uh, looking at oh. some Proverbs there, but being able to hear your perspective on things, because a lot of times, especially if we, if we don't go to group Bible studies, if we don't participate in the church as a as a group of people it's really easy to only have one lens to look at something right right? if you're reading through the book of jude or reading through the book of whatever fill in the blank in scripture and we have our lens that we're looking at because that's we only can look through our lens that's right uh if if we're not taking advantage of the fact that there's a whole wide christian church out there uh Someone at uh, the seminary told me, you know, um, I, I I was asking, how do you know what kind of a commentary is good or bad, right? How like how do you know? And uh, and they said, really, you want to have as many voices in it as possible. Yeah. Like that was the the saying. You want as many different viewpoints to be coming at that scripture together as possible so avoid you know avoid ones that are just one person or or even sometimes two people um you want to have a lot of voices i thought that was good advice yeah and it makes sense because if you only ever have one you have no idea how if that's the crazy one there's always a crazy (laughs) one you know you read if you read several commentaries about a passage a lot of times you'll find that they 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 repeat themselves Right now, that can be good or bad because sometimes they're just repeating commentaries that they read. So that's not always good. But I think too, more voices is better because you can filter out your your spirit working in concert with the Holy Spirit can give you discernment. In those it's like nine out of ten dentists agree. Right? Who's that tenth dentist anyway? They used to have old commercials like they were like <laughs> yeah weird something. <laughs> I always found those hilarious. Nine out of 10 dentists yeah. agree. Colgate's the best or whatever it was. Yeah, right. You're like, do they really? Which which 10 <laughs> dentists did you talk to? Like, right. That's funny. I really thoroughly enjoyed our, our Luke 15 conversation, but that was just a transformative conversation in general for me because mm-hmm. of the, the, the book. Uh and how it opened my eyes to both sides of the prodigal son. Mm-hmm. You know, that it's not just the one who went away who was lost, for one. But number two, the, the father showed extravagant love to both sons. Right. And, 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 and that spoke yeah. to me, you know, because like, sometimes we can get overly familiar yeah so we gloss it we're like oh yeah yeah i know that's oh yeah yeah prodigal son yeah oh, yeah, yeah you know yeah, yeah i know that story but you're like no like take time which is why i've loved um in my own congregation going through the old testament and revisiting yeah. stories you think you knew right um you know and then it's it's cool it's fun 
Yeah, David and Goliath is not exactly what you think it was. Right, right. Noah and the Ark. Mm, go back and read those stories. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Because the Sunday school version that you may or may not remember from actual Sunday school. Right, Samson. Um, huge one. Like, Samson yeah. is not the hero in <laughs> that story. No, he's like the anti-hero. <laughs> yeah. In that story. Yeah, like, all bad, and then at the very end, it's still bad, but God used it for <laughs> like Right. He made it work. He just, you know, but... <laughs> right. Or even, you know, think of Joseph and the, the, the robe of many colors. Right. That story is not what you think it is either. Right. Uh, and it's there's so many twists and turns to that story. But also you have the the overarching interwoven story of redemption that yes. God is constantly weaving through the Old Testament and how we really oh. have to be Christians who who read the entirety of scripture. Yeah. We just had this on Sunday. So I was doing something crazy. I'm so, you know, I'm moving and I was only in first Kings. And I was like, we got to get the rest of the whole Bible, the old Testament. I got, because, because I, we want, we want to end with this, how it all connects to the story of Jesus. So I don't want to like leave it hanging. Right. 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 Yeah. Makes so sense. I'm like, I'm going to do all the major prophets this week and you're going to do all the minor prophets next week. And then we're going to talk about exile and then we're going to talk about Jesus. So, you know, <laughs> It's a tall order, but all right. Yes. <laughs> um, but it, we were going, so I was doing pockets of story of um, Elijah, Elisha, Isaiah, Daniel, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Daniel. Did I say Daniel twice, maybe? Yeah. And, um, but with Elijah, you know, when he, uh, when the boy dies and he lays himself on him three times and he comes back to life and someone in the audience was like, three times? Like three days in the grave? Like Jesus? And I was like, Ah, oh, yeah, I mean, and then Isaiah had to go 40 days in the wilderness, right? Oh, oh, what, uh, what, oh, is it maybe connected, you know? Right. It's just so exciting. It's just, it's just so exciting to see that kind of wheels yeah. turning, you know, and yep. like, that's why, yeah, reading the whole of scripture is so important and it is not boring. We're not reading it right if it's. No. If it's boring, <laughs> if it's if it's boring, you, you pick some less boring passages to to start with, right? But I also think if we understood some of the historical context, you know, sometimes you read through Isaiah and it's all poetry, right? And you're like, oh, sure. I don't even know what this this imagery doesn't even make any sense. Okay, but get some backstory. Get who is Isaiah? What who's he talking to? What's the context? What's the what's the what about? what's happening in the in the world in which isaiah is living oh oh well, okay so he's talking oh and you s suddenly start to make some connections that you didn't make before and then the light bulbs go off and you're like yes exactly this is why this is important and this is why he's saying these words this is why there's judgment this is why there's hope and this is you know all of these these different aspects they're so important to the whole of the story can't just be new testament christians you gotta be bible christians or just you also can't just be old testament christian because i've met those two well true either way it's weird you need the whole <laughs> you need the whole story 
the whole story. I've also met ones that are only Daniel and Revelation too. Don't be those people. <laughs> yeah, don't don't ever get exclusive about which parts of scripture <laughs> you're reading. You can have seasons. You can have seasons when you're like, right now I'm in a gospel season. I'm reading through the gospels. Okay, great. But don't let that be the entirety of your life. Like, keep keep investigating. And if you don't understand something, there are lots of tools to help you understand. And also, sometimes there are just things that are confusing and convoluted and don't make sense, especially if you don't understand always the, the historical context. Um, but there's always there's always pieces to the puzzle that you can learn from and learn to. Man, this has been a good year. Lots mm-hmm. of stuff. Trying to think of yeah, I'm, I'm glad we're sticking with it and we plan on sticking with it. Yeah. Well, and again, I like the regularity of being able to meet together. You know, there are seasons in the year that get a little hectic, get a little busy. So we're going to have to address those again this year. But I think if we if we're intentional and plan ahead, we can make this work. But I think those of you who have been listening, especially those you know, folks who've been faithfully listening since the since the beginning, you know, if you have some comments or thoughts or topics you'd like to see us discuss or guests you'd like to have us have on, let us know. Reach out. You can, you know, drop a comment on on one of your apps or you could just email us directly. Uh, we can, you know, we're always open for suggestions. Um I think we're going to continue throughout this summer with that emotionally healthy spirituality because there's so much depth there. Um, we're actually, I think going to tackle it in our congregation. So I'm pretty excited about that. Woo-hoo. Um, yeah. I know you, you are moving, so you don't necessarily know what the, the next couple months are going to bring for you, but I don't, but I, I, I have been talking with some peeps up North about, emotional healthy spirituality and what that might look like okay not necessarily in my new core but maybe who knows yeah well and in the meantime we just keep keep plugging away and god will uh god will keep working and showing and guiding we just got to keep being faithful to what he's called us to and what he's called us you know each day Wow. I agree. That's my one year. Idea. One year. It is fun to say we're one year into this podcast, five years into this thing called officership. And I, I will say that I've grown by leaps and bounds. I'm pretty excited about what uh, God has done and is doing and, and will continue to do. Cause that's what he does. That's right. Final words. Anything else? for? I, I said, I said that uh, I agree. That's your final Amen. word. Amen. Amen. Let's go. All right. Well, this has been fun. Fun little uh little short retrospective of sorts. Um, yeah. But uh we'll catch you guys again next week uh with with probably some more emotionally healthy spirituality if we can dig it out of the closet and get to work on that again. So Yep, I'll make sure it's unpacked. <laughs> eh.
if you do, you do. You've you've been through the course a couple times, so I'll remind you where we're at. But uh, anyway, good. all right, friends. God blesses us. Why? So we can be a blessing to others. Yeah. We'll catch you guys next time. <laughs>